and as you said, free speech. So Mussolini's definition of fascism was the joining of corporate corporations and the state, and that is exactly、yeah. what we have now. The state the state makes regulations, but often the corporations write them. Yeah.、Um, the state puts them into practice. The state pays off the corporations to behave in a certain way. The corporations pay off the politicians, you know, by contributing to their、uh, re, you know, their their campaign funds or other things. And、um, we have a mess on our hands. We have a real mess. But a,、um, it, the first is step is acknowledging it, seeing it, and then figuring out how to fix it. That was a good example of how the WHO had been co-opted by the vaccine manufacturers to give them what was essentially comparable or worse than the 1986、um, Vaccine Injury Act in the U.S., where they no longer had any liability for childhood vaccines, and the government guaranteed them a market. So that's what we're living with. We're living with a、um, a coddled vaccine industry that doesn't have to worry about liability, doesn't have to worry about safety, doesn't have to worry about efficacy, and、uh, the government has guaranteed them a certain number of sales in, in the billions of doses. It sounds like and do they、racket. want to admit this? Of course, nobody. It's a, I mean, it's the most.、Um, no other industry has this kind of deal. Right, so they can then. That's why the pharmaceutical industries in our country are the biggest donors. You know, they have the most lobbyists in Washington, and、uh, the most profitabilities in vaccines. So, of course, once you set up this system, what does industry want to do in the future? Is sell more vaccines, and for selling、mm. more vaccines, you need more pandemics. So the WHO has obliged them by creating a pandemic treaty that virtually guarantees more pandemics. By directing nations to go out and find potential pandemic pathogens, sequence them, share them with the WHO and with industry, <clears throat> you know, vaccine manufacturers, research centers, university. Meryl, God bless and you. And now that we know that the FDA and the EMA and your MHRA did not regulate the COVID vaccines properly, why would we assume they're regulating the other vaccines properly? Bingo. So I was in favor of certain vaccines when appropriate. You know, I have nothing. I'm not anti-drug. I'm not anti-vaccine. You know, the right drug for the right disease, the right vaccine for the right risk. But if you can't trust the people who, whose job it is to make sure they're safe and effective, well, for vaccines, you're giving them to healthy people to ward off something in the future. I think I'll just avoid、Pass. them. Yeah, Because、exactly. I don't need to get sick from a vaccine now for a theoretical future risk. That's it. It comes back to first do no harm. And the problem is, I've I've looked at it now and seen that because it's something that cannot be questioned, and because anyone who does is vilified and attacked and destroyed, I think what are they hiding? If there was nothing to hide, you wouldn't be acting like that. That the behavior suggests that、Correct. there's something wrong. And that makes alarm bells, you know, ring in my head. And now the onus is on them to really prove that their product is safe and effective. But as long as things like not having any liability exists, the problem is these are essentially, yes, you know, mercantile organizations who just do what they want to make money, and they don't really care. And if they can get away with selling a faulty product, has a 
acceptable complication rate. Great. And you know what? Then they go through a little kangaroo vaccine injury court. They get paid a little bit of money. Shush off. Great. Business as usual. Um, so it's kind of worrying. And the problem is we're destroying our children. We're destroying our nations. And it's it's very unacceptable. We need, we need to stop. And the other... The other nefarious agents who want a global government are using things like the vaccine passport. You know, the EU developed a vaccine passport and the UN was like, this is the best thing ever. We are now going to adopt this. This will be the standard protocol, you know, and it's scary. And, and it comes back to, no, I should be allowed to say, I don't want this product, whatever it is. And that's my choice. And I shouldn't be coerced. I, there should be no du duress. There should be no incentive. And there should be no punishment or penalty. That's that's informed consent. That's bodily autonomy. Exactly. And anything else, a you, mandate, you a mandate and a passport, get lost. Shut up. <laughs> no. Um, that's my take on it. Anyway, we're going to fight. We're going to keep fighting, Meryl. And we will win. I'm just not sure about time. Hi, everybody. So that was just a little snippet of the podcast with Dr. Meryl Nass. For those of you who don't know her, she's got an incredible track record. She was um, integral in exposing the anthrax vaccine literally decades ago. And she's now been critical of the COVID vaccine. And she's a real battle axe. And God bless her. She's still fighting the corruption. Um, when she could easily just take a back seat and enjoy her retirement. Um, she doesn't want to do that. She wants to keep fighting. Um, I hope you enjoy the podcast. I'm sorry once again that this is behind a paywall. But folks, I need to make a living. I need to support the show. And I rely on people like you clicking the banner for 99 a month or subscribing to my Substack. So please do so. Enjoy the show, folks. God bless. Bye-bye.